with Parker. What happened? What what happened? Did you black out? Where am I? (laughs) What year is it? It's 2023. A lot has happened. I feel like I've aged. In a good way. (laughs) I don't don't remember any of the past five months. Well, we're going to catch everyone up today on everything that has happened. Please. Even outside of motorsport. Yep. We're going over everything. (laughs) We're going to go over (laughs) movies, Wait, really? I got somewhere to be. (laughs) I think a lot of the fans have been wondering too. I've been getting almost weekly messages from listeners asking like, hey. Where am I? What year is it? Where am I? What year is it? (laughs) And I'm like, dude, I don't know. (laughs) I know it's 2023. Yeah. But ask someone else around you where you are. Yeah, yeah, Because I can't help you there. No. Yeah, help yourself. Learn to help yourself. Gunter helps those who helps themselves. Right. Yeah. Right. And as followers of Haas, that's what we believe. And so it is such, so such shall be unto us as well. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Uh, This is great. This is so great that we're back. It is. (laughs) Already. Okay. I'm going to start out with a question that has been on my mind. And then some answers later, right? And then some answers later. (laughs) (laughs) I'm posing this to both of you. Okay. Um, Uh, Since livery started coming out, guys, how much does paint weigh? Oh, 10 or 12, I think. 10 or 12? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're onto it. Somewhere around there. Somewhere around there, Bob yeah. Parka. I'm, a, I'm kind of a DIY guy, so I do know this stuff. <laughs> and I have it on good authority. It's 10 or 12. 10 or 12, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Mike? Uh, <laughs> you agree? It's it's grams. Grams. It's worth grams. But on a big old car like that? Probably quite a bit. So, I mean, we've talked, we kind of got into it at different points last year in episodes, talking about technical down to the like tiny, tiniest of aspects of the car. Right. And when they're like, we're shaving paint, just going carbon fiber because everyone's doing black carbon fiber. I'm like, is it really weigh that much? Not that much though. You got to put a lot of layers on, but not that much because you've still got to put sealant layers on carbon fiber Mm -hmm. because carbon fiber is actually... The surface of it is kind of can be kind of abrasive, so you have to like sand it down, and it looks kind mm. of bad until you hit it with like a sealant. Mm. And so they've got to do it anyways. Do you know an actual figure? I on don't. This? Oh, okay, but I, I haven't I, looked it up. And this is the thing that like it I've could, been thinking about because actually, it could be more like ten or ten or fifteen pounds. Because you just think like you're holding a bucket mm-hmm. of paint, right, to paint your car. Uh huh. How much paint are you holding true. in your hand? That's true. Like probably like. 15 pounds of paint yeah, to paint your car. And if they're doing a wrap, there's still weight to that wrap. A lot of that is water though in the paint mm. or oil. So mm. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to come in at five pounds. You know, I, and I don't know the answer. And I wonder because everyone's like taking off the paint, the carbon fiber, there's a lot of black liveries and we need to get into the liveries, especially Haas crushing it with their livery. Yeah. Right. But I'm just like, is it all for show? Are they just doing it to be like, Hey, we're doing everything it takes to take weight off? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Because I don't know, man. Like, yeah. You're probably right. It's a dramatic difference for especially Alfa Romeo, definitely Mercedes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can immediately call out their car since they went to silver for a year mm-hmm. and went back to a black yeah. car. But a kind of a cool, interesting story to that. 
is that Mercedes was known as the Silver Arrow because did you know that the original Mercedes F1 car was white? So not silver. They painted it. And to save weight, they sanded the paint off and it was ah, silver. What year is this about? 1950s. When oh, the sport first started. When metal was the... Yeah, when an aluminum car was... Material. Yeah, for sure. So Mercedes Silver Arrow was a weight saving game back then so them ah. having a black car is technically okay. very much in the spirit so they've of been doing it for decades forever okay that's pretty cool it is kind of cool but like is it just gonna get to the point where they're all black cars us uh, i mean at this stage if you can save a few pounds or whatever what, what did you find toto's gonna be so mad <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you guys you guys over, if you feel that you want to have a black car and you feel that it's going to go into the wall <laughs> just holding up his paper like in that episode of driver's life we'll get to that too but just like you guys the paint is worth waiting way more than you think if you guys don't think it's worth that kind i'm coming after you it is too dangerous not to paint your car that's going to be some dangerous striking the marshals have to be able to see the car toto toto just paint your car toto you should do one impersonation actually i would love a circle of principles telling toto to paint the car not to like worry about porpoising toto paint your car that's christian right yeah, yeah. Toto, you sure you don't want to talk about this outside of the cameras? <laughs> no, I don't care. I'm Stop. an old man. I don't care anymore. Jekyll says he hates the paint. <laughs> He's never said it's, that. And then a hush goes time. over all the it's principles. It's time to go panting. I got a number. What's your number? What is it? What's what are your final guesses? Uh, Okay. Mine's already locked because I've seen it. Is it in pounds? I've converted to pounds. Okay. See, I, I of course, I'm on the side that it's minimal. I'm going to say like 1.8 pounds. Okay. I'm also not an engineer. Yeah, I don't know. I would I feel like I feel like I need to go in the middle like price is right right now and land somewhere at like three pounds. Okay, okay. Thirteen and a half. Wow. Pounds. That is significant. That is a good weight savings. But it kind of makes sense. Like you've got the bucket of paint. You're right. And then a lot of that's water or oil that's coming out, but you're doing like two buckets of paint. It's like fifteen pounds each. So it comes down to like 15 pounds. And when you think about... 15 pounds, that's a ton. And when Uh you think about 15 pounds that you can put into machinery Mm -hmm. or some suspension part or something to make more robust. Wow. Like a six by six or like probably like an eight by eight inch piece of aluminum billet, which is what they make all these parts out of. Mm -hmm. That's like this big Mm -hmm. square. That's about 15 pounds. Okay. So that's a lot of that's a lot of machinery, man. Okay, that's very significant. I that's amazing. But it's they probably just have never thought about it because mm-hmm. that's where the money's at. Yeah. It's like 15 pounds, you know how many dollars that is per pound? Mm-hmm. Right. A ton of dollars per pound. Especially in sponsorships and some other things if they need to meet a certain mm, color standard or whatever. Yeah. They also didn't say if this was, you know, clear coat Right, top layers and stuff yeah. like that. We're not talking. Is, fi- we're not talking is, fifteen pounds. This is speculative. We're, we're talking like probably <laughs> they're probably saving like five or six, mm. right? Because I'm sure a lot of that is stuff that still has to go on anyways. Mm-hmm. They got paint from like NASA that doesn't weigh anything. Yeah, yeah. So my my final opinion is that it's just all bluster. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're we're so committed to making a fresh car that we didn't put any paint on. Well, speaking totally. of liveries, like. 
Let's go over some of our favorite liveries. We missed all the livery launches when right. we were like on hiatus. Some of us were blacked out. But like, <laughs> I mean, Haas, let's just start with Haas. They came out first, it right? And came out of the gate the best. Well, let's just talk about guac is still extra, but Chipotle's <laughs> on the car. I'm Great. excited. That's You're a really huge awesome. Chipotle fan. I do. Do you Ch- like Chipotle? Chipotle? Chipotle. No, it's Chipotle. <laughs> if you're over 50, it is the hardest word Chipotle. to say. <laughs> Chipotle. 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 We got him. I would say if I get to wear Haas gear into a Haas, into a Chipotle, then I get guac free. Uh, yeah, I mean, huh. I don't know about that. Huh. But I'm, oh, okay, Max. <laughs> He's got a point. All right. <laughs> I, I'll say that I feel that if you compare the Haas side by side with Porsche's last Formula E car, they are very similar in livery. Therefore, I love what they did. Okay. I like that the car is black, red, and white. It has a good menacing look to it. it it's does. aggressive. Yeah. And it looks freaking fast. It looks like previous versions of the Haas livery from a few years ago. Right. And I like that. I liked last year's livery so much. I'll yeah. be honest. White with this, the red Haas. Oh. was really it's simple really pure and, cool. and really cool. Yeah. I think I like last year over this year. I kind of do honest. too. Black is pretty done. Like white is just a little bit bolder. It kind of is. And it's it stood out. And I think people, as livery started coming in, like Alfa Romeo is like all black. Everyone just kept realizing, oh, it's going to be hard to tell these cars apart part yeah, when they're sure. flying by. I mean, it already is. It's pretty hard. Like even for me, having watched quite a while now, I'm squinting some, you know, for a second, I'm squinting still. Mm-hmm. But they kept that big fat Haas on the side, which is so yeah. cool. It's a little more stylized now. Are they going to keep the Haas on the rear wing? It's so far on testing, it's there, right? Yeah, I believe that's there. That's cool. And I would say that the other factor here, if we segue to another car, mm-hmm is the thing that I'm the most excited about, which is Ferrari put their name on the wing. Like, Uh, to me, it's actually such a win. It's so cool. I love it. I think it is... I I don't know why Mercedes... And actually, in fact, I'll just go ahead and say, let's vote on this. Manufacturers are forced to put the logo of their brand on the rear spoiler from here out. All those in favor? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) We're voting. We're voting. All three of us on board. Anyone veto? Ferrari having it on the wing to me is just like, why hasn't that been there always? Yeah. It is very Nigel Mansell era of Ferrari to Mm -hmm. me. And so second I saw it, I was hyped. Yeah. I would love that too. That's a fun idea. And then just just see those like flying by. It's really cool. Because that's what the sport is at its core. These cars. Right. So glad that we moved on from the green Ferrari Ferrari. What was on the (laughs) wing last year? It was a mission winnow on the fin, on the the spine. Okay. A green mission Mm -hmm. winnow on the spine of the car. Really bad. Really bad. Clashed. And it's funny because we found that it was actually a match to like a Coca-Cola can from that same year. There was like a Coke nitro coffee can that had that same thing. Yeah. And they're just doing it because it's ugly and it catches Mm -hmm. your eye. Yeah. But it's ugly. I'm down with the yellow I think it was actually in another way as well. Mission Winnow is owned by Marlboro, the cigarette. Which I wouldn't mind on the rear wing. No, but Marlboro is banned from being able to advertise in Formula One. Max, you're a Marlboro man, aren't you? I am. Yeah, yeah. I smoke three Marlboro men a day. (laughs) Marble (laughs) men? I don't think that's what they meant. What are you doing? (laughs) Well... 
whatever the ads tell me to do. Uh, oh, now that I understand. <laughs> no, but during Michael Schumacher's era, when the the rule got put in, they ran a barcode for a cigarette pack. Amazing. On the car as a subtle Marlboro oh. sponsor, and they have continued to break this rule and bend it so they could continue yeah. to sponsor Ferrari. I believe that FIA said the red and white with the mission window still looks like the Marlboro logo, so and it like, can't live. Oh, what? And so I think they forced mm-hmm. him to run it green <laughs> because they were like, if you want that on there, it can't be white. And so they oh, were like, really? fine green which was just such a bad choice such a bad choice it looks horrendous yeah go with so, black or yellow i don't know what the rules were but yeah. green is the worst yeah green was a really bad choice but ferrari's looking really good this year they do yeah, look good it does look good that yellow is cool mm-hmm. and like we talked about mercedes looks cool everyone else looks pretty much the same aston martin essentially traded white for black it's the mm. almost the same design as last yeah. year can we oh can we please talk about their um, livery reveal party. <laughs> oh, Aston Martin. Aston Martin. I meant Alfa Romeo. My oh, bad. Aston Martin with the best livery reveal party ever. In that it was Lance Stroll front and center just, and his charm to the world. The <laughs> cringiest human. And he keeps getting worse. It somehow <laughs> isn't improving. I think his batteries are running out. <laughs> Just <laughs> winding down. Yeah, Can't not, keep two sentences together. in that brain. Man, if you're listening, and if you haven't seen it, I'm sure you can go on YouTube and find that Aston Martin. Just just fast forward to the part where they take the blanket off the car, and Lance and Alonzo are there looking at it. And she asked Lance, what do you think about it? He's like, oh, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, and, and <laughs> I hope fast. that it's, it's as fast as what it, I want. It's cool and what it looks like. And, it's like and the PR person is like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Perfect. He did good. He did it. Yes. He's yeah. forming Nailed words. Yeah, yeah, he's forming words. He's saying the things we wanted him to. And it's always like kind of nasally. Yeah, he's yeah. just a little boy. I, I love uh. that we were sharing around today that the F1 drivers posted a, or F1 posted the pictures of the drivers holding a chalkboard. I got this from our, one of our listeners, Devin. He's been like sending me messages all throughout the break. And yes. this was today and it killed me. And what? Lance is holding a sign that is like a chalkboard and it has some answers on it. All the drivers hold up like my first day back. It's a dumb school. Yeah, promo. yeah. And it's like favorite food, yeah. how many seasons, whatever. And at the bottom, <laughs> it's like this year, I my will. D- and all Lance put was great. great. <laughs> With the smiley face. This year I will great. great. <laughs> and then it's another nitpick, but it's just as stupid. It's like my f- my pump up song, my hype song. It's just future. It's like, I think he means the artist. But he could mean the Back to the Future soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Huey Lewis and the News. Huey Lewis and the News. Yeah, 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 yeah he's sure. crushing it. I think it. that's where he's going. Oh, yeah. He showed me Back to the Future. <laughs> I finally was allowed to watch it. I really liked what it. What team do you race for, Lance? Dad. It made me think about What are you going to do this year? Great. Who's your favorite band? Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's been my favorite thing. But what would we do without Lance, man? No, we wouldn't laugh as much. Daniel's yeah. gone. So where are the laughs going to come from? Not from actual wit. But from, <laughs> yeah. But from Lewis is kind of funny. Kind of is. He's been working on his material. He's kind of. I think I mean, he, he got he, together he, with some writers. Yeah, he got together with Dane Cook and <laughs> and, uh, Dane Cook. and Chris D'Elia and uh, Louis C.K. No. <laughs> 
they weren't doing anything. Yeah, they were happy to sit down with the <laughs> with the humorless F one driver mm-hmm. and help him with some material. There was a few that really have weighed in on the writing. Man, speaking of Mercedes drivers and their fun wit, like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> We've we've blown past liveries. We Anything have. else we need to say about liveries before we get into like? Uh, I mean, because I want to just start talking about. I've only seen two episodes of Drive to Survive, and I'm already hating George Russell so much. It's rough. More than it's rough. We more did than we did before. Because uh. seeing the actual behind the scenes like attitude, he is he is off. The man behind the helmet is not not who we thought he was. Yeah, really. There's a you get to see him. When he crashed out, when uh, Joe Guan Yu crashed out, and he spends the rest of the race just right over Toto's shoulder, just like looking at the screen. And I'm like, get away, George. Just find what are you doing? <laughs> well, he's, getting, he's getting information. He's getting all the information. He needs that yeah. information. Hey, Toto, do you know what I would do right now? <laughs> I'd go way uh, faster than that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, yeah. thank you, George. Yeah. We're so happy that we tried you out. Yeah. Uh, don't get too comfortable. Uh, but I think we're jumping ahead. But I mean, because uh, I've only seen the two episodes of Drive to Survive. I've only seen four. I'm technically starting five, yeah. so I'm not very good. I'm not a very good resource here either. Mm-hmm. But uh, it seems as though they have done a better job remaining a recap and way less of the fabricated drama. So I can say yeah. that I appreciate the yeah. approach so far. Yeah, it got just wrecked online. That last season. Yeah. Because I wasn't looking forward to the season, honestly. I was like, oh, I'll watch it. But like, I'm not lady, like waiting up for it to come online and then like binge it all. I was like, I'll get to it and I'll go episode by episode. But I like, yeah, it's going back to the old, just kind of like documentary, actual showing what happened style. And I'm like, oh, I like cool. it. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I think a challenge in television storytelling, the first season had a magic story, which was oh, that Daniel magic. Ricardo was leaving Red Bull mm-hmm. and Red Bull was leaving Renault. There was this feud that was just at the height of its conflict when they turned the cameras on and they were like, we got to recreate that for every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, no, it doesn't always happen like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I honestly think that that was the challenge is they felt like they needed to create something to match that. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not always that way. Without giving too much away is Haas getting the, uh, Airtime it deserves. Yeah. Gunter's a rock star as always. Always. Wow. And they do a really good job at like bringing Kevin back in. And it's fun to see Kevin come back in in that. It's like the first episode. It highlights that first race with Kevin and I loved it. I remember Mm. that was something I said. I think direct quote to you was that if Netflix does anything other than start Drive to Survive with Haas, then I won't watch period because mm-hmm. i was like it's the only story yeah. for the beginning of the season yeah they highlight that crazy sponsorship drama they had like first with rich and then with like urukaili or whatever it was and yeah. then it's like yeah what does gunter do right when like the russian war starts and then it just handles it really well drops mazepin and then kevin comes in like a rock star like oh, I, I just love this yeah love it. it was really mm-hmm. cool it was really well done um, so far, the only thing that I feel like is missing, and I've and I've only heard a murmur of this, mm-hmm. is that there is nothing from Brazil in this Ooh, season. That's and a I'm bummer. like Brazil was the pole, mm. yeah, and Brazil was George's win. There was a few really epic things that happened. That's in when Brazil. Max and Checo had their little scuff where oh, yeah, Max right. wouldn't let Checo pass. There's like the actual drama. Hamilton of the and year Lewis crashed in that in race Brazil. too. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot that happened. What the heck? How could you skip that race? 
Uh, we'll see. Yeah. So I yeah, haven't gotten there yet, but from what I've heard, that's missing, and that's a shame because that's too bad. That's usually a good drama point of the season. For sure. So we're gonna have to make our own documentary, Haas Boys documentary. Yep. And every episode is about <laughs> Kevin getting pulled. <laughs> just different perspectives. It's just, yeah. <laughs> we, today we followed the caterer. <laughs> he, uh, he loved it. <laughs> Shifting gears. There's a lot that happened over the break besides liveries. What else? Please tell me. Please. I feel like a shell of a man. I can't remember anything. Tell me. We're bringing you back to life, Parker, with the team principles. Like hope, ethics, yeah. honor. Uh, Haas's uh, new team frugality. principles. Yeah. Chastity. Chastity. Huge one. Uh, Gunter, Gunter enforces that heavily. with a belt. Yes. <laughs> Nico and Kevin are both wearing belts right now. Mm. What kind of belts? Chastity belts. <laughs> Frugality. Frugality is uh, huge. Yes. Frugality is an FIA. That make up the Haas principles. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we, 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 should make, we should make a series of Haas corporate posters, like 90s corporate posters. Oh, yes. Of the, of the team yeah. principles. Take screenshots of different Haas moments with like hanging in there. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perseverance. Perseverance. The big font along the bottom and then a picture of... Then a quote from Gunter. Yeah. This is a great idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll be making those. Get ready. Yeah. Get ready for that in the merch <laughs> store. <laughs> yeah. Which, if you haven't checked out our merch store, it's popping. It's popping. You have to find it. <laughs> nope. Nobody's found it yet. But when you do, <laughs> you're gonna love it's it. It's popping. Yeah. Really there. So, team principles, Mike. Yes. Frugality. <laughs> Frugality. <laughs> uh, I've never seen a team principal market that was more ridiculous than the driver's market. Really? There. We this saw was this a, was absurd, huh? It was a mad shuffle. So we knew that Mattia Bonato. was let go, right? That was the first card to oh, fall. Why yes. did you let go? <laughs> we loved you. Oh. Mattia. <laughs> I think Netflix actually, <laughs> speaking of which, they start the season off with Mattia and Gunter and a Fiat going through the mountains together. And I'm like, they're really trying to help Benotto. Mm. They're like, who does everyone like, Gunter? Yeah. Let's get them in the car together. I think this guy could use some fans. Well, this, so this is like preseason when he's on the way out and everybody knows. Yeah, kind okay. of. Yeah, yeah so. Wow. That's funny. But that's we a know, good point. We know that Benotto wagged his last finger. Yeah. <laughs> so Fred Vasseur, which was part of our predictions, was hired as Ferrari team principal, mm-hmm. leaving Alfa Romeo Sauber. So Alfa Romeo had a which, spot. if you were listening last season, you would have known this already. Yeah. <laughs> Because we getting mad at the new listeners, (laughs) we called it dummies. (laughs) (laughs) You would have known. So (laughs) then came Andreas Seidel out of McLaren. See, I always thought Zach Brown was McLaren's team principal. He's the CEO. Yeah, he acts like it though. It's weird. Yeah, very involved. Andreas Seidel left McLaren. He was replaced with somebody that we don't know his name, and it doesn't appear to be going well. At McLaren? Which we're going to go to testing in a minute. Is it Mike Crack? No, that's Aston Martin. Yeah, Mike Crack's at Aston Martin. You watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> then Yas Capito left Williams. 
and is no longer the team principal at okay. Williams. Did we even know him? I don't think I've ever said that name in my life. No, we didn't really talk about it. But the Alpha Romeo, Alpha Tari guy was cool. Franz Tost. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's still there. Okay. But Williams, McLaren, Alfa Romeo, and Ferrari all had changes for their team principals, which was a massive swing. More than half the teams. Yeah. Williams uh, appointed James Vowles. Who's As that? team principal. Yeah, who's he? Valtteri, it's James. Oh. From Mercedes. Wow. Oh, oh, no kidding. Yeah, so. Wait, that's. Yeah, that's why? James that we would hear over the radio Did telling Mercedes him. Did Mercedes bump him? That? It, well, he's team principal. So he went from being an engineer. At, oh, he's team principal. He went to team principal. Okay, well, that makes sense. So it's a big step. There is still a very cohesive relationship between Williams and Mercedes as uh, Williams yeah, yeah. is somewhat the farm team. Mm. Wait, so are they are they trying to set up James as the next Toto? Who knows, but this would be I mean Toto did work with Williams first before he was at Mercedes. Mm. So huh. in some regard this is kind of the pathway. So James at Williams was a big announcement. Uh McLaren and Alpha both did some hiring with from within to kind of bring up a team principal. But Alpha Romeo's mm. route was to not appoint a team principal yet. And so they have somebody who's like a technical director but doesn't have a team today, principal. Still, today still, today. So the oh. the position of team principal has been renamed and is something weird for them. Huh. Um, Weird. And then, I, I mean, I'm forgetting right now, but I'm pretty sure that's where Andre, Andreas Seidel went is that he's at Alfa Romeo. Okay. But he is not team principal. Okay, weird. Hmm. That's a lot of shifting around. It's a ton of shifting. You got me thinking of a question. So it's like, how, how long has team principals been in on a team? Like, what is... they they Because they, they can just go forever. Right. What is the maximum it's not like team principal? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like they a coach on terms. a team. Yeah. You could be like Phil Jackson of the Lakers, and right. like from Bulls to Lakers, just coach forever. Right. I mean, Toto Wolf is a third partner in... Mercedes. It is Mercedes AMG, Ineos, and Toto Wolf. Those are the three wow. partners. Holy crap. In, yeah, in the team. Jeez. If you guys want to know what kind of weight that guy brings to the table, it is wild. Uh, I brought all this weight to the table. <laughs> <laughs> if you right. feel like you're going into the wall. <laughs> Checo <laughs> told me how much weight I have. Ask him. Ask him. It's paint. <laughs> so, so he could be there forever. He could be there and forever. And he's amazing honestly performance like he brings results yeah and at some point that's likely that he'll step aside but he'll be involved in the team as long as he owns it who are some famous team principals i don't know if we're getting too off track but i'm just like curious now like i've never even considered this question before who are famous team principals well a duo that really dominated was ross braun who owned uh braun gp which is now mercedes uh, but Ross was team principal at Ferrari during Michael Schumacher's successful years. Mm. Mm. The CEO of Ferrari was also heavily involved at that time, and that was Jean Tot. And those two guys are, well, I'm I'm not sure. I think Jean has re- retired from the FIA, but he was head of the FIA for the last while. Mm. And Ross Braun is also in the FIA. So they have both stepped into management roles from gotcha. being leadership in the teams. But Ross, uh, after Michael Schumacher's successful years, uh, went over to uh, Toyota and was racing Jensen Button Toyota when Toyota backed out during the crash in 2008. And then he bought the Toyota? team. Toyota? 
Yeah, Toyota was the team at the time. Oh, weird. And they sunk millions into the car. <laughs> Interesting. So anyways, but that's, Ross Braun was a very successful team principal. We've talked about him. Flavio Briatore is one of my favorite names of a it human a cool being. Name. Yeah. <laughs> and he was the one that got banned from Formula One for Crashgate. Gotcha. With Fernando Alonso. So Dang. Flavio was a... So he could have potentially still been around. Go back to season one for that yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. That's going to be a good joke all season long. <laughs> Go back to season one, dummy. Refer- reference season 37, or episode 37. Uh, but yeah, so Flavio is a rock star. It was a big part of the, the sport. Top Gear, James May had Flavio sit with him in the car when they did laps around Monaco. Oh, oh that's a great video. It is so good. And Flavio's just, back now. So Keep job of the yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> I'm sure I've seen it, but I'm not recalling it. I need to go check it out. It is so good. Straight faced. James is like, oh, wow. <laughs> going around the track. And Bobby is just like straight faced. Uh, job of the hut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy that the Wallace and Gromit accent's <laughs> back for season two. <laughs> I think they're still back there. I can get yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Horner rides with Richard and Bernie Eccleston uh, rides with Jeremy. So it's a, okay. yeah, it's a I good think I thing. This. Mike, like, what team principals are you excited to see in the well, shift up? Like, How do you think Fred is going to do it Ferrari? I think Fred... Well, so Fred's history and background with Charles, I think, is already going to strengthen Ferrari by just... Because Charles started at Alpha. Correct. Sauber. Yes. What was, was it always Alpha yeah. for Charles? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he came to Sauber, it was Alpha Romeo. The trajectory from him from the start, everyone knew that he was kind of headed for Ferrari. Mm. And mm. Fred, Fred has run successful Formula 2 teams for a lot of years. Charles was one of his F2 drivers. Mm-hmm. And then when he came to F1, Charles then graduated to F1. Mm. And so they their history That's is That's going to be great, right? Yeah. And so it's just really good relationship between the two of them. They trust each other. They know how to get things done. Uh-huh. Uh, Fred's already said that he's like really hit it off with Carlos. I think that they actually have a history as well at some point. They so. dated in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the 90s. History. <laughs> Carlos is younger than me. <laughs> It's Europe. <laughs> it's Europe. It's different there. The oh, heart wants. So I'm really excited about Fred. I think Ferrari has a really good shot this year. That's that's that was I think like the missing thing last year was just like a terrible internal team dynamic and right. just one guy and just one guy, just one stinky clown. <laughs> Stinky Binotto clown. Stinky clown. And everybody knew it. Nobody was saying it, though. So are you saying that this year we're not going to get any team principal telling off Charles Leclerc right after a race in front of the cameras? Fred hasn't been there long enough, in my opinion, to make an enormous impact. So we are checking. to tell those kids off. He hasn't been there long enough. Yeah. They don't know him like that. Yeah. (laughs) We are checking. Is for sure still going to happen, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think we're still destined for a a few of those. Uh, But we will, I I think at least the decision making will be better. A lot of things last year that I saw that were mistakes were just like awful calls during the race. Right. Those are in the moment things. A team principal can tighten up and get rid of all the crap. Right. Right? Right. 
stay out. And I'm, I'm already here. I'm here. <laughs> what are you doing? I guarantee that was a Bonotto thing too. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just that he created such a crappy environment. Like mm-hmm. you've been on teams that have crappy yeah. leaders. Yeah. And then dumb, easy decisions just don't get made because right. everybody's like walking on eggshells around the dumb leader. So right. right. It'll be that'd be cool to see a dominant Ferrari because dominant Ferrari means dominant. Charles. That's right. We love Charles. <laughs> it means dominant Haas, Max. It means that we get the trickle-down oh. effect. So this is why we're Ferrari fans. It's a good... good. I need to go listen to, to season, season one. one. If you want to know why we're Go back to season one, fans. dummy. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. But I, I think that... Uh, let, let's go into testing for a second. Yeah, let's let's talk about testing. As let's we, talk about some winners and losers. Yeah. We all know like testing can mean nothing. It can for sure because teams could be trying something that could be sandbagging. Right. Uh, should I start off with what I think is the most interesting thing? Yes, go for it. And it's what the picture that you probably texted me is, and and, and this is what I need to learn from you. I don't think I've ever seen them. They they put paint on the car or like a dust. Oh, the hive is flu- uh, fluoro paint. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they drive around the track, and then they can see where that paint has flowed along their car, so they can kind of see how the air is reacting to their car. Mm-hmm. And there's the side, and I saw a, a, a bigger one today of all the cars, and Red Bull is just gorgeous. It's just like cutting through this gorgeous car, like it's perfect. Mercedes, it goes in like a like a couple inches, and then just a wall. It's it just looks like, like it falls off the it's car. It's just like, like they are, they have something wrong with Post. their arrow. And, and Post. like McLaren looks awful. They, like, I don't even know if their, their paint made it past their front wheels. Yeah. It's really bad, man. And those pictures are public. Oh yeah. Yeah. You should well, pull them up. You, you need to see them. Uh, you need to see them. And that's crazy. Cause I'm sure these teams, the other teams are getting tons of data from the other oh, teams. Yeah. That's essentially what testing is, is what do you got? Like you're bringing your cards to the table yeah. and showing them finally. And so it, it is called Flowviz is what that paint is, it a, is it's called. It's a paint? It is a paint. Oh, it looks like a liquid. Yeah. It's, it's, it has to be so fine, right? Yeah. It's, and it's, I thought it was glow-in-the-dark stuff at first. And then for a while, I'm like, oh, maybe it's like a fine powder. Yeah, but it's meant to just be essentially neon so they can see it. It's a yeah. color of the car that the car isn't. Is it kind of similar to in Ford v. Ferrari when they put all the cotton balls on the car? Yeah, like and the, see where the air is hitting. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Kind of just to kind of show you it, in wind as well. Mm-hmm. If you can if you can drive the car in a windy scenario, mm-hmm. that's going to tell you a bunch of things about having a crosswind versus a headwind and mm-hmm. what the car is reacting with by using that paint. Yeah. Uh, and again, it's like a wind tunnel can only show you so much because there's a lot of things that it can't create, which a lot of the teams learned last year that porpoising was something that the wind tunnel Mm. did not show at all. It was only in actual use case that the car bounced. Here's at least a Red Bull and Mercedes side by side. Oh my gosh. It's a mess. It's like the Mercedes looks like they like some milk spilled like Lewis accidentally dropped his milk they while driving it up last year too. Right. That's crazy that they didn't get it right this year. And like Red Bull that it's like a Sharpie line. Right. Of it's weird. Green. Yeah. And Mercedes is like somebody just took a can of paint and dumped it on. <laughs> yeah. For those that, yeah, that haven't seen it. We'll Matt, have to Max, find you it and post this, yeah. throw this up on the Well, and an interesting thing notes. about this as well is that like, it's hard to tell, especially from the outside of the cars, because this is the biggest characteristic of the new rules that is tricky, is that a lot of the magic is under the car. 
Mm. Yeah. So the hard thing is, is like, does Mercedes look like they botched it? A hundred percent. But they're only botching it from the front wing back. Mm. Whereas like, <laughs> the, like on the top of the car next to the wheel, so next to the, the front, front wheel. Back. <laughs> yeah. But when we're talking about the underside of the car, which is going to really keep it on the ground, really allow yeah. it to kind of be pointy in the areas they want it to turn and mm-hmm. whatever. Those dynamics are the hidden parts. So uh-huh. unless Lewis flips it over in the first race, yeah. we're kind of, that's a secret. Interesting. So Man. I don't know why I'm pointing him out, singling him out. You know, George is the one that did flip Joe over. So maybe yeah. I should have gone with George on that one. Yeah. You can see the underside of George's Joe's car. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Pretty clear. But yeah, that's crazy. That's it's, crazy. It's, it's, it's just Adrian Newey. He's just... A freaking genius. Yes, and also Mercedes has lost a few people to Red Bull. There have been... It's part of the game, honestly. It is. Horner's playing a game on all fronts. He is. And he's winning. Yeah. And, you know, he had to take a budget hit. Yeah. Small budget hit over overspending because his catering, air quotes, were... Was too expensive. So, but in (laughs) in testing, so far... He could have picked anything. Yeah. He really could have just picked any (laughs) part of the budget. And said it, but he yeah. said Max just eats too much, <laughs> which is true in our circle as well. Yeah, Uber got him. <laughs> it's all those protein bowls. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, you eat healthy. <laughs> <laughs> McLaren. Here's the thing. To me, the biggest loser of testing so far is McLaren. It's written all over their face. It's not sandbagging. They blew it, and they already know. Didn't Lando Yikes. punch a wall? Yeah, there's a rumor that Lando punched a wall in the hospitality unit, hurting his hand because he was so frustrated on the poor performance of the car already. It's that bad. Yeah, and contrast that. Where's Daniel? He's <laughs> <laughs> getting paid to sit He's on a beach. He's million somewhere, <laughs> yeah. happy as hell. In a Red Bull shirt. He's in like, a Red Bull shirt, waiting for Checo to screw up just once. <laughs> just one time. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of I amazing. Think that, yeah, he's wearing a Checo shirt because he's rooting for him to mess up. <laughs> it's that famous line from last season of Drive to Survive where Lando's like, I, I have no sympathy for him. Like, why should I have sympathy for him? It's like, yeah. came back around. Dude. Yeah. McLaren just didn't show up. Seems like they've really missed their chance. It seems like, and at least these are the big gains, Aston Martin and Williams are both out of the gate swinging. I think Williams something like four seconds faster than testing last year, which is wild. That was a big Mm. jump. Wow. But Aston Martin was competing for top three Mm. in sector times Mm. with Fernando Alonso. So their new car is a sleeper. We're going to see where they... I I mean, it would be fun to throw some more in the mix. It would be incredible, in my opinion. I think that Sebastian Vettel might throw his phone at his TV if (laughs) Alonso gets a podium in his first weekend. But I also would be... I'd welcome it. I think Alonso in a competitive car is also just the best. So where can people go to watch this if they want to see some of this recap? Yeah. YouTube is actually, Formula One's YouTube channel is pretty amazing at being able to pump out content and be able to provide something even sometimes day of. So they should just put in YouTube 2023 F1 testing. Yep. And, and they get, get like day highlights. Day highlights. Yeah. And if if you subscribe to Formula One's actual F1 TV, uh, they do allow you to watch it live. Cool. Um, and now that we're past testing, it's not as relevant anymore, but still F1 TVs is pretty cool for being able to get like a, a different perspective. You can choose onboard cameras, a lot of mm. other kind of interesting things. For anybody that's new to Haas Boys, we're going to be talking about a lot of these little things, little videos, 
bits and bobs that you can find on the internet. You're going to want to follow along. Yeah. And we still welcome everyone who's new. So please send in questions if you want clarification on something. Yeah. Because Mike probably has the answer. <laughs> I might not. Because we have a race this week. We're stoked about it. Should right. we be stoked for Haas going into this race? Here's the thing. Testing says almost nothing. But what I have heard is that I kind of love the dude, and I forget his name, but the dude who does the technical stuff for Formula One, he's got, uh-huh. he's got a big fro. Yeah. And he's just like... He's Haas's biggest fan. <laughs> He's so secretive about it. But Ooh, as soon as they got to the, testing, let's get interview yeah, him. let's get him. Yeah. yeah, as soon as they get to testing, it's his favorite garage to go to because he's like, they have the wind tunnel time. Haas has been investing there. Mm. And because they're not a top team, they're getting that wind tunnel time more than Ferrari, more mm-hmm. than Red Bull. And so Haas has found a little a, a little nugget in the rules that they can run a small winglet on the inside of the front front wing. Because the are you saying like where the wings kind of curve up at the ends? Yeah, there's they a, go vertical. There's an offshoot and one that's like a second tier up, and it's on the another, inside of those. On the inside of those, at which the rules were written last season to not have those, mm. but something in the switch up for this Ooh. season didn't have that, and so Haas has a new little winglet <gasps> on the inside of their front wing. Three seconds faster. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's a tenth, but we'll take a tenth. Because that's just a tenth faster than Alpha Tauri or whoever. I think that usually, in a way, Haas is kind of on the forefront of the Ferrari developments. And so I think mm-hmm. we're going to see some stuff out of Haas this year. And I think they sandbagged a little, to be honest. Okay. We're about to see some serious mm-hmm. sandbags. Sandbags. Some serious sand in those bags. <laughs> Go ahead, baby. <laughs> Go ahead and flood us. We've got sandbags. <laughs> Nico Hulkenberg, friggin' love seeing it. Yeah, they're sixes. two old pros now just crushing it. I love it. Man, this is like our dream come true. Yeah. When we real. started this podcast, Nikita. we could not have imagined <laughs> this. One year ago today, we were trying to frame Mazepin as a driver. Yeah, a driver. <laughs> a, a, a racing driver. And it was not uh, going well. And then we get... K-Mag. K-Mag. And now we got Nico. Yeah. We got money in the bank. We got sponsors. Shorty, what you drank. And we are uh, in much different straits than we were when we started this podcast. Yeah, this is going to be great. I'm really excited about it. And I know that there's a couple of rumors that some other American teams are interested in joining this sport. We got some Ford murmurs. Well, they've announced it. Ford and Red Bull are going to be partners. Mm -hmm. Andretti and Cadillac want to work together to get something going. But don't you worry. We're still the Haas boys. We're committed to this. Looking like a strong season. Such a strong season. And we are stoked that we are back. We, you know, had a great winter break along with the drivers. And now we're back full force, ready to get on the track. Should we tell them about our new crew member? Oh, uh, we should. I So I hate to break it to all the listeners out there. We have talked about writers and staff in the past. And we fired Most all of the time. Of <laughs> all the ones that we were talking about, fired. Fired. The other ones might have been fake. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that were real are gone. But we have hired a new staff member. His name is Kevin. Kevin. We are stoked to have him on. He's going to be doing a lot of outreach, helping us grow the podcast from behind the scenes. So we just give him a big shout out for all the work he is doing. And you might recognize him as the stroll boy because yeah. he has been on the podcast in the past. Yeah, but with Lance's <laughs> cognitive facilities declining, he is, he is coming over the Haas team. He's quiet quitting, Lance. <laughs> Lance's brain is quiet quitting his body, but he doesn't want to do this. Lance's brain is quiet quitting his body. Uh, We're going to have some killer guests this season, and it's thanks to Kevin, who's uh, out there getting great 
people to bring on the pod. Yeah, he's working full force. We're stoked about it. We thank you for listening. Please give us a good rating wherever you're listening at, Spotify, Apple, Amazon. We are available everywhere you listen to podcasts. So tell your friends. If you have questions, send us an email at dashosboys at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Boys. We have Twitter, Hossboys at Twitter. Um, TikTok, just check us out wherever we're going on Reddit. We're everywhere, all to point us back to the podcast. So please listen along. And by it's, the way, yeah, what? there's great content that you're missing if you're not following us on social media. <laughs> yeah. yes. We are giving away, currently, we are giving away free Formula One cards Yeah, that have been signed by me. Yes, mostly Max. <laughs> At this stage. So we, we do race posters for many races throughout we the week. Uh-huh. Yep. We're going to be doing motivational team posters, team posters. <laughs> for team principals. And if you're just listening on podcasts, yeah. you're getting about half the picture. Right. So get online, go whatever it is, TikTok, Instagram, get online, get connected. Because if you like this, you're going to love this. We're going to have more guests because of Kevin. We're going to have hopefully some more giveaways and fun merch that will be given away. So you're going to want to be a part of it. Tune in. Thank Tune you, in. guys. Bye. Bye. Peace. That's one small podcast. We called it dummies. <laughs> 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 <laughs>